Welcome to 31 Days of Worldview Wisdom, a Disciple Nations Alliance podcast with Arturo Cuba. Arturo is among the earliest and most influential trainers of the Disciple Nations Alliance. In this audio series, he talks about his highly practical teaching and examples of transformation. In this 29th episode, he shares examples of people whose lives have been changed by their knowing God's plan for all of life and living it. I remember when I was working in Guatemala, our staff, they were very low level of education in the countryside. And we were dealing a lot with the beneficiaries who didn't have any education at all. But the staff had to work on this because it was part of the program. But they were able to see how God was blessing these communities just by seeing their kids going further in their studies. And and they were so much surprised. There were so many stories that all of them decided to go back to school and finish their studies. And we just were surprised. And to me, that's a miracle. That's amazing because that will break the chain of poverty and the chain of many problems at the same time. You will see God working when people obey the first commandment of the Bible, be fruitful. It's dangerous not to be it. We were talking about truths and lies. Every person has a worldview. Having a worldview is a natural thing. It's a powerful thing. It's it's a gift from God for our minds. Unfortunately, bad things like lies can conform your your worldview. For instance, uh, discrimination, thinking that one color of people are more valuable than others, or discrimination of women for religious reasons or others. But when a lie comes to your worldview, it will produce death. That's a certainty. This is not a joke. It's something you have to pay attention. But at the same time, if you are able to transform your worldview and you can put God's truth in it, it will produce life. It will put you in the process where you could see how God Uh, renews the chicken. He changes amazing things. That was uh, the case of this friend of mine. I was telling you the story. I remember I didn't finish. But this pastor who who used to be, you know, a broken man all the time. He was in constant bankruptcy, you know. He never had any money. He was a pastor. It was sad. We didn't know why he, he doesn't make good in life. He says this in his testimony. It was ridiculous. He talked about God, he talked about many great things, but he had no money at all. He couldn't be a more successful person. And and we talked to him about work and calling. But he was a pastor and wanted to live as a pastor. He was such a nice man. And one of those days, his family moved away to another city. And, well, in that city, he was not a pastor anymore. He had no church, nothing like that. And all of a sudden, they offered him to preach in some churches, and he preached uh, what we taught him. All of a sudden, his mind said, and why don't you practice it? (laughs) It was brilliant. (laughs) Why don't you practice it? He said, well, I I never thought about mm, looking for a secular job. That's what he said. And he did. He prayed and he said, Lord, I want to do this. I need it and I want to find out if it's true. And he went to look for a job. 
and he ended up in a business, a very nice business, that in the past was a very successful business, but the owners were losing a lot of money because all the employees were able to make a system where they systematically steal money. They couldn't figure out why this business is not doing good anymore. But he ended up there. He looked for a job, and they gave him a, a minor job, probably cleaning, I don't remember exactly what. And he did it, I will do it God's will, like Joseph. And he began to do everything. And, and if you give that step of faith, the Lord, he will honor your faith. So soon the owner saw that he was a nice guy and get to know him a little bit more and give him more responsibilities, a little bit more. And he, he said, but something about books and mathematics. And, and he said, yeah, yeah. Can you do some accounting things? Yes, I could. And he put him in test and he did it great. He said, oh, nice. I need someone to help me in this. Little by little, he found out that what was the problem in the office. He solved it, and the owner was so much impacted that he said, okay, you take charge of everything. You know? Like the pharaoh with, with I mean, this, this captain in Egypt. You take care of everything. That's what happens, because that's what God wants us to live, that he's in charge of everything. So it was too much work, and he brought his children, and then his wife, and the whole family was working there. And all of a sudden, everything began to work again. The small business grew again, and he had money in his pocket. His family was doing great. He was buying a house, and he said, I can't believe that being a pastor was the thing that never allowed me to know God. God didn't want me to be a pastor. That's what I realized. He wanted me to do something else. That sounds funny, right? We always take for granted that being a pastor is a good choice, but it depends on God. Because what we have to do is we need to focus on God's design for creation. And I believe that one of the most interesting things about lies is that probably the devil can tell you, you know, you are a, a, a person of faith, that's great. I want to encourage your faith. And he won't stop you. He only leads you astray to believe that faith is something that is really not. And he gets you away from truth. And, and that's the problem. I, tr I always try to do that. I, I encourage people, don't lose sight of what God made at the beginning. Reflect a lot on that because life is still according to God's design for creation. And when God blessed man at the beginning, he said, be fruitful, multiply. But the next thing, and very important, he said, have dominion over nature. Become responsible of creation. You are in charge. And that's something I hardly heard anyone to preach about until I met Darrell Miller. Daryl Miller said things about this, and that was the first time I said, wow, this is crazy. I never imagined in my spiritual life to think that God wanted me this type of relationship with nature. I always just neglected it. And most 
believers do, in, at, at least in my world. I told you from the beginning that there is a concept of biblical prosperity. A life of faith has to produce biblical prosperity. So, if I accept Jesus, if I give my life to Jesus, I used to believe that the next step is that I'm ready to go to heaven, right? But the thing is, if I give my life to Jesus, if I start my Christian faith, the next step is biblical prosperity. It has to be. It has to produce. Because if you read the Bible, at least in the Old Testament, that's what the Lord told the Jewish people that will happen if they obey him. He never promised heaven. He told them, if you obey these things that I teach you, that I'm telling you today, everything will be great for you. You will be prospering in your house. You will be prospering in your work with your animals. Everything will go fine. A form of prosperity will come. That's what I'm trying to tell you today, that our steps of faith, of biblical faith, will automatically lead us to biblical prosperity. That has to happen. Thank you for listening. Here's a question you might want to ponder. Arturo says that if you give your life to Jesus and commit to follow him and do it, you will gain biblical prosperity. It will be an automatic result. What do you think he means? Do you agree? Thank you again for listening. In the next episode, Arturo will re-emphasize a couple of important points.